1409 podcast. I go by the name of KT. It's your boy Gualamis World. Welcome to episode 42. 42. 42. Jackie Robinson got that. 42. <laughs> All right. So we have a special guest on here today. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Oh, Sharice Leggett from Columbia, South Carolina. Okay. Okay. From Columbia, South Carolina. Um, go ahead and give out that. Uh, if you want to share it, feel free to give out your social yeah. media. Everything. Yes, my social media: Instagram, Sharice Incorporated, um, Sharice Inc. Sharice Leggett for Facebook. I also have a business page, Real Estate with Reese. So make sure you add, share, like, comment, all of that stuff. Tap in. Oh, yeah. Definitely make sure y'all do that because y'all going to learn a little something on this episode. But, yeah, now that we got these intros out the way, we do these. We like to do these shots or take a drink or whatever you want to drink. Maybe we call it cheers. But for the 1409 purposes, we're going to get to these shots. I got that drink in my. I got that drink in my cup. Yeah, yeah, man. Okay, so we got the intro out of the way. We got the shots out of the way. So let's get to the agenda. We're gonna do some real estate talk with Sharice. I'm gonna talk about housing discrimination, states with upcoming marijuana legalization on their ballots. And we're gonna talk about a man dangling off the side of Chicago's Trump Tower. And we're gonna do the question of the day, song of the day, and this or that. All right. Yeah. Mr. Sharice Leggett. How you been? How you been, man? How you been? I can't complain. I can't complain. Um honestly, everything is good. It could be better. It's good. Um, it, could, it could always be better. It yeah. could, it could, well, you know what? It could always be better, but I'm okay with the present right now yeah, it because could be <laughs> it could damn sure be worse. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what kind of hobbies and things you've been getting to lately? V- business ventures, occupations, what, what you got going on? So lately, I've been away for a while, so I'm hanging with family, with friends, getting into real estate showing some homes, listing some homes, or have the intention on listing homes. Um, What else? Working in technology. I love technology. That is like my strong suit. So doing that, that's been, that's been, that's been about it. I'm a full-time master's student. So that's a lot. Mm Full-time mother, even more. (laughs) So you say you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you say you are doing real estate. How long you been uh, doing real estate? Um, so I've been doing real estate. I'll say since I officially started practicing in September. I've actually had my real estate license before, but I was not myself, and I think that's the biggest part. 
of real estate or owning any type of business. As long as you're authentic with yourself, then it's a lot better. So this time I came back stronger and truly knowing who I am and doing things my way. So honestly, the first time wasn't nothing. So this time it's, it's a shit. <laughs> you booming out here. I see you. I be seeing the, uh, the houses that you be showing and everything. And there's some good good investments there they're legit yeah call you should call yeah, they're definitely legit. sharice legit <laughs> and you know what i had that as my instagram i should probably change that back that was my um my instagram handle sharice is legit that, oh, yeah, that was it i probably should keep that i should probably turn that back in huh that's a good uh, twist on your name because that's kind of your name sharice yeah. legit right <laughs> for real for real so what was the beginning process like? Like the first time and this time, what, what were they like? You had to get recertified or something, some shit like that? Yeah, so the first time I took the class, I took unit one. I did not take unit two. Um, you don't have to take unit two right after. Um, but honestly, I recommend it because it's less money more than likely when you do a package. And number two, who wants to prolong anything, especially when your head is in the game? So the second time I had to come back, take unit two, to um and take another class after um well you have to take continuing ed every year um and this time um i'm in a different brokerage okay so a real estate agent is um a, so essentially they're a salesperson but they have to be oh someone has to be over them to make sure like they're doing their contracts correct um errant omissions to make sure that everything is legit they're mentored properly so the broker is the person that does that. So I'm under, I am under my agency or my broker is Abraham Stanley Realtors. Okay. And you feel like they're pretty solid people, people you, you love, you like doing business with. Well, they're amazing people. Like my broker works with me. He takes me to homes. He shows me the way he's a great mentor. Um, the agents are amazing as well. It's not like a competition. It's a competition because, of course, you want to get more homes, more money. But in and of itself, they always, they're helping you out. And that's what I like about it. It's not like, oh, I'm not going to help you out because you're not going to help me. In business, there's always somebody for everybody. And once people realize that, then I feel like we, as the Black society, can move up further, you know? Thanks. so. Are they are the others like your age, or are they like a little older? You you like the youngest in the broker? I'm the youngest. The youngest. Hey, trailblazer! I think that speaks <laughs> yes. volumes right there. Honestly. Yes, twenty eight years old. Hey, so do you get to uh, like pick your broker? Like, do you have any voice in that, or is it like by location? Nope, you pick your broker. Like, you pick your broker. You pick who, like, the agency you want to work under. Um, and you pick it, essentially the best way to pick it is to ensure they have training programs, ensure that they're willing to mentor you. There's a lot of brokers who are there because they have to be, and they're not willing to help or put in that work to help you, to show you the way. So my advice is to go to those different agents who are honest, like find that Find some honest agents who will be able to tell you, yeah, this broker is good. This broker is good. Always get that good, 
always find that advice to find out who is best for you. Honestly, the universe is working because how I met my broker is crazy. Um, I was in Starbucks. Um, I was studying for my real estate exam. And he said, oh, are you a real estate agent? I said, no, well, I'm studying. Um, and he said, what are your um, intentions? And I said, well, my goal is to do commercial. Inevitably, I would like to be in the commercial industry. It's a man's game, and I can bang it out. Um, so he's, I said, but I know I have to start at residential. And he was like, what does your licensure say? I said, it says real estate. He said, so why do you have to start with residential? He said, you can do whatever you want to do. This is your business. And right then and there, I was like, you know what? I need him. And he stays on you. Like, it's not like a, it's not like, like okay, you can do what you want. It's like, okay, are you going to do this or not? Because if you're not making me no money, you need to go. <laughs> and I agree. There's no, there's no need for anybody to be on my roster if you're not going to make any money. Because that's the point, right? Yeah. To help people and to make money. And if you're not if you're not helping people the proper way, you're not going to make good money. Yeah, that's that's right for sure. So um, that's interesting. That's interesting right there. Yeah. What what yeah, what, what states are you licensed in, or do you plan on being licensed in other states? Um, I'm currently licensed in South Carolina. Um, I'm waiting for the paperwork from. South Carolina to be licensed in North Carolina. So I will have South, I will have North Carolina within, I'll say two weeks. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, uh, is it like a, a long process of getting like licensed anywhere, like in different States or does like each state have their own little paperwork you got to go through? Okay. So for testing in South Carolina, you take a national te exam and you take a state exam. Um, so with the national exam and state exam, of course, that's for South Carolina. Then if you go to other states, you have to take their state licensure. But due to COVID right now, North Carolina is allowing real estate agents from other jurisdictions to, um, omit the state, their state exam. And when they omit their state exam, they have to do 90 continuing, well, they have to do 90 hours of classes which is legit but i mean that's the good thing about it so as of now for north carolina no you don't for other places you do have to take the state exam their state exam but why not when you can why not be in every industry you possibly can who don't like yes. travel i love travel expand on markets you got to yeah yeah so you got south carolina you're working on north carolina what, what else what other states do you Think you have interest in getting getting licensed in New York, most definitely. California is where I would like to end up. So, California, yes, I love California. Um, another place I would say would be Georgia, just because the homes are well, Georgia and Texas. Georgia and Texas homes are really good for its prices. Um, yes. So those would be ones as well. Yes, Georgia is really good. Uh, yeah, Texas. You know, I'm rocking with Texas as well, Matt. Mm -hmm. So definitely, I'm definitely seeing what's 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 what over here and shit like that. So yes, you should definitely buy something there. Their their prices are really good, especially wherever you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely worth remaining out here if I say so myself. But yeah, yeah, and I love Houston. Oh my gosh, 
Liddy. Yeah, we do too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we love it too. Dallas, I love Dallas too, but Houston. Yeah, Dallas is good too. I Houston, like Dallas too. Houston, Houston is it. I yeah. went there for my birthday. Oh my gosh. Yeah, man, it's fun out there. They open. They open down there. They open. They, they <laughs> wide open. <laughs> wide open. They don't care. <laughs> don't care it was at all. Good. Yeah, yeah, everybody got good stories about Houston, good experiences mm-hmm. in Houston. Everybody I know that's been there, they only have not, they have nothing but good things to say. It's so much black money out there, like for real. Yes, affluent black people. I love it. I love to see it. Like, I honestly, just looking at classmates and things like that, I love to see us prosper and things like It's really good. Houston is really good. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Just for all the people in our area, if you've been to Atlanta, just think of Atlanta like times 10, times 15. That's what Houston is. It's not even like you see a variations of people and nobody's hating on nobody. It's just like everybody's different. Everybody accepts it. Everybody is just trying to. First of all, the Galleria (laughs) Mall will make me. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> the gallery of all is just like, okay, I'm about to go broke. <laughs> <laughs> that mall in itself, like, it's amazing. Oh, yeah. And everything around it, for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. The skyline, true. everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good. So, yeah, so what do you think about, what do you think the pros, of con- pros and cons of buying versus renting or vice versa? There's a lot of there's pros and cons for both. Um, if you're renting and you don't plan on living in that place for over five years, then it's possible for you to rent. It's understandable. If you're planning on staying there more than five years, it would be best to buy. But credit is king. Credit is a lot of... We don't realize how important credit is until we adult like really adult to where you're not dependent on anyone and then you have a car payment that's six hundred dollars when someone else has a car payment that's only 200 for the same vehicle Mm -hmm. so as long as your credit is good and you have intentions on investing or you have intentions on staying there a longer time then i would suggest you buy but if your credit is not good, I would not suggest you buy because it, it could be cheaper to rent. And then with um, renting as well, if you do not want to do maintenance and you're not getting a townhome, if you don't have that savings for if your hot water heater goes out, if you don't have that savings for things that encompasses a home, then I would suggest renting as well. Okay, yeah, that's a that's a great way to break it down for selfish show because I'm sure some of the listeners out here wanted to know like the pros and cons of that because like I know some people they've been renting for decades, renting the same, paying rent at the same place for decades, so they already paid the mortgage on that thing. Right. Probably it doesn't. It doesn't make sense and. If you're going to be renting for a decade, that's a that's 
there are so many resources out here to help you with your credit. They have so many credit repair people that can help you with your credit. And a lot of people are like, oh, that's $500 or that's $1,000. But if you just pay that $500 one time and you get a fix that one time and you don't mess it up anymore, then that $500 is well spent. But if you continue to mess up your credit, of course I wouldn't want to pay that. But $500 is nothing when you have Christmas, you know, we love to go out for Christmas. We love to go all out for Christmas. We love to go. $500 is absolutely nothing for generational wealth. Even if you don't have any kids, like you have family members. I know I have a friend whose aunt has, you know, given her homes and things like that. So even if you don't have any kids or you don't plan on having kids, you have that niece, you have that nephew or something like that, or even real estate stock. A lot of people just think buying in real estate, but they have real estate stocks or portfolios um, that you can look up where you're buying certain real estate. Um, well, those real estate stocks and just things like that. So you have to, so even if you're not thinking about investing in an actual property, you can invest in the stock or land. Land is amazing too. Land is good. I'm like, a lot of it is there's not much of it, but land is a great thing to have as well. You can always put a mobile home on there, Mo or multiple mobile homes. Yeah, there. Yeah. Multiple, uh, right? A, a mobile home park. <laughs> <laughs> you can always do that. So there's RV park. various ways to make money in real estate. Yes, there's a lot of ways to make money. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, when you said mobile home, that, that shit had my mind going. Yeah, you can have an RV park and all of that, yeah. right? People banking off of that shit Yeah, like that. and not only that, like, it, if you look in different states, they have tax auctions. So with those tax auctions, um, these people have not been paying their taxes. Yeah. And I know in South Carolina, well, I can't speak for other states right now. Right now, I'll say South Carolina. So in South Carolina, if they are delinquent on their taxes, you pay for that home. You pay for a certain percentage for that home. And if that owner doesn't pay for that property, then that's your property. You solely get that property. But even if they do pay for that property, they have to pay you interest. So you're really not losing anything. Thanks. Yeah, we talked about that like a couple episodes ago because uh, I know like Florence County, South Carolina, they have like the delinquent tax options around October. I think this year was postponed due to like the COVID thing, but during normal circumstances, circumstances is during October and things like that. So, yeah. So do you have any uh, investment properties of your own that that or something that you're thinking about investing in any kind of stocks stocks not as of now um well i've been i like i'm like i said i love technology so with come with technology comes a lot of research so i do a lot of research so as of now i haven't been putting any money into real estate stocks as i haven't done my research but when the apple did the four to one split i did that i hope everyone okay did that okay <laughs> but um no, I haven't. I have intentions on definitely obtaining like mobile homes for right now or getting a townhome. I think that is what people should do. If you're like our age, why not get a townhome? That's two properties. 
or you know a duplex um mm -hmm. those are multi-family homes two properties if you're willing to sacrifice the yard whether you have a child or not it's, it's not going to be that long so you get this duplex and then you move or well you move three years later at the same time when you move you have two properties but when you're there the person your your tenant will be paying your your mortgage or half of it if they're on the other side yeah yeah facts that's a little that's a little genius right there that's some genius <laughs> Yeah, Dropping gems. Duplex. Yeah, that two for one. Yeah, you can be living on the other side and then you can move out and have somebody else in there as the tenant. And mm -hmm. so have somebody on that other side still as a tenant. And then you, you making that money. Why are you sleeping? Why are you sleeping? <laughs> that's, that's the best thing. Like, I see my mother, who's a nurse practitioner. And of course, you got to love that. She did her thing. But she has to go into work every day. I will not. I cannot go into someone's job every day. <laughs> that is not something I, that appeases me. I like to work smart. Work smarter. Work smarter, <laughs> not harder. I, yeah, there you go. Work, <laughs> what, uh, you said it wrong. Work, work smarter, play harder. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. Yeah. So we we are behind you the work Right, you leave these companies, they find another you in a day. Like your job requisition is on the is is on the internet. It's, it's on the internet when they when they thinking about firing you. You ain't even <laughs> gone yet. Look, you gotta you gotta stay there and train your replacement, and then they fire you. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. For campaigning on the job, they fire you for, for <laughs> something. <like that. laughs> These are inside jokes. Don't worry, don't bad. Pay us no mind. What what advice would you give any potential buy potential buyers? Um, buyers, I would say get your credit together. I cannot stress that anymore. Credit is what holds a lot of people back. I know people who have the money and it's okay to have the money, but if you don't, if you have the money and you're essentially paying most of it, if you're essentially using all of that to pay for your home, you're working to live at your house. And if another thing I would say, if you're approved for three hundred thousand, why go for three hundred? If you get what is okay with you, my goal is with every buyer to ensure that there's like some type of budget sheet. Because even though I want to sell you this home because I want my commission, I want to make sure that you're okay or you you will be able to buy that next home. I want to make sure that I'm putting you in a good space for you to live your life with your family or by yourself like that. Another thing I would say for buyers is to be cognizant when you're in the, when you're getting in the contract, don't go buy a car. <laughs> that messes everything up. Yeah. Getting those hard inquiries um, while you're in the, uh, on the contract, right? Yeah. Don't don't go buy a home. Don't go buy a car. I mean, I'm sorry. Don't go buy a car. Don't go buy furniture on credit. 
don't do those type of things while you're in the contract or while you're under contract because then that turns away. Don't quit your job, even if you have the money. Don't do that. And you can, you must have a job to buy a home. And it sounds like crazy because like you think people should know that. But some people really think that they, you know, if you're buying stuff cash, if you got $100,000 in cash and that's how you're buying your home, then of, of course. But I don't, that, that percentage is not very high. Right. If you got enough so, money to buy a $100,000 home, you ain't purchasing no $100,000 home anyway. Right. Yeah. No, like don't over, don't overburden yourself. For me, I have always been a type, I love a deck at home. But my home doesn't have to be humongous because at the end of the day, the home is going to be beautiful, but I'm not working to live in my home. As I said, I like to travel. Um, I'm a full-time mother. I have a son. Education is paramount to me. So what he, the the things I ensure that he's always into something, we're not really going to be at home. If I'm being real. <laughs> right. So like, What's the point? I want to be in a good neighborhood. I think that's the best thing. Being in a good neighborhood, being in a good school, ensure that those things are in place when you're buying your home. So when you like, for your potential clients, do you like provide that information on the school districts and things like that? Or do they have to like... Yeah, that's a touchy. Yeah, with, with that, real estate agents should not simply because, you know, school lines can change. So for my potential clients, okay, this is what it's saying as of now. But everything can change. Um, when I was first going to, when I was in Columbia, I graduated in Andrew, South Carolina. But when I was in Columbia, South Carolina, I was first, um, my elementary was first Rice Creek. But then when Lake Carolina came up, I went to Lake Carolina. So those school zones can and usually does change based on the population of the city or the population of that neighborhood if it's growing and things like that. So all of that stuff is not concrete. Mm -hmm. So I think that's why real estate agents veer away from that question. Okay, yeah, that's a great answer. Right now, because I see like they have like the school ratings on Zillow and things like that. It may or may not be accurate of what school it is and everything, but yeah, I see stuff like that on there when I'm looking. I'm sure other listeners see that on there when they're on Zillow and things like that. So yeah, definitely. So any advice? I mean, you just touched on for potential buyers. Any advice for any inspiring real estate agents or brokers? Um, yes. Um, well, I'm not a broker yet. So, you know, they're gonna have to give me some advice. I'm always. <laughs> um, but, um, I feel like for me, I wanted to do real estate a long time. But honestly, I didn't have the confidence. I'm just going to be real, you know, it's a lot coming from, you know, a family of school is school, you better go to school. I don't care what you do, but school is everything, you know? Get you a job, stay at that job for 10 years. Or stay at that job until it's time to retire, 
you know? So when you're going into a business where you're solely dependent upon yourself, you have to have that confidence. So I think that's the biggest thing. You can do it and do it your way. The first time wasn't my way. I was in a white, like I was in a black, um, my photos was like a black suit, shirt and pants with a white shirt. And of course, I mean, I don't mind wearing that, but that wasn't like, I don't think that photo expressed me. Honestly, I know I need money because I'm a, I'm the only girl. My mother never spared anything for me. So I like luxury. So why not take a picture with luxury? That's what I like. Why not take a picture in a model home that is amazing? Why not? And a lot of real estate agents start off with those $100,000 homes or, you know, tier one. There's like, you know, there's like smaller homes, bigger homes. I like medium-sized homes. I like the houses that's going to generate legit money. So why not start out with those homes? It may take longer, and it probably will take longer because you have to get into that that arena, that circle. Um, but if you have the resources, which means financial resources, and of course I'm not turning anyone down. I would never turn anyone down. I would like to help everyone. Um, but my motto is luxury redefined because I like luxury. I like people who like luxury. Luxury it can be anything. Some people think luxury is a pinto. That's fine. If you like that luxury, I like it too. I'm going to put a bow on it. But I feel like you have to do it your way. That is the thing. Do it your way. Do what you enjoy. And people will see that. And when people see that, they see that you're liking it, that you're enjoying it, then they're going to want to do business with you. Good energy brings good energy. Um, but do it as long as it's legal. Illegal, I don't do that illegal stuff. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot (laughs) of ways to go wrong in real estate. Uh, Yeah, definitely, definitely stay on the right path. We don't need, we don't need you making the news. We don't need you in the um, the dollar paper. (laughs) We don't need nobody talking about you on a podcast. (laughs) Okay, donkey of the day. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, um. Stay, stay consistent, most definitely. I think that's with anything. Um, if your circle isn't progressing or you don't have those people who's going to say you can do it or what are your new ideas, then you're in the wrong circle. Ooh. And a lot of people do not believe that, but I see the difference. And um, I see the difference in my friends now from back then. Um, and I see how I've changed due to them. Because who wants to be doing, when your friends say they want to go to Africa, don't you want to go too? I don't want to be hearing about this Africa trip. <laughs> <laughs> Birds of a feather flock together. Yeah. Right. Um, and when you learn something, you teach someone else. Don't keep that in. Um, I feel oh. like that's something. I feel like that's something that we should always do. When mm-hmm. I learn something or if I can help someone, then why not? Share the information. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah, you got to share the wealth of knowledge. I feel um, like that's a, a a big, big issue in the black community too. Right. Yeah, I solely remember um this this black guy, he, he owned a trucking company 
And, you know, I was just curious because I'm a curious person. I ask questions, you know what I'm saying? So I was just asking him some stuff, you know what I'm saying? And I was just like, you know, how you do this? How you get it started? You know, it was, I was it was just curious. I was just curious about it. And he was like, oh, man, I can't I can't give you that information, man. I can't, you know, I can't tell you what to do. Like, you know, as if I was taking money out of his pocket, like, bro, like, right. I just want to know. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like some, I wanna, some, yeah. Really <laughs> some of my friends might be interested in doing this. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I'm not saying it's per se me, but it was just crazy. Right. Like, there's not like a million trucks around. Once people realize there's business for everyone, Fashion Nova sells the same thing as Pretty Little Thing. Like, they, mm-hmm. like their clothes are the same, and everybody buys, and it's just like all of these boutiques are around. And nobody's lacking. And they're not lacking because they're putting time and effort into their marketing and their promotion. So if you're not doing anything or you're not making any legitimate money, it's because you're not being consistent. You're not motivated. I think uh, when we say consistent, we got to say consistent and persistent. Because, like, right. um, consistently in the beginning, you know what I'm saying, any startup is going to be hard. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people – feel like, oh, I'm just going to keep doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like any business, like 80% of businesses that fail start up, you know, fail in their startup years, you know what I'm saying, within the first two years. So with being consistent, you got to be persistent too. Like even when it don't look like the best of day, you got to still keep going. You know what I'm saying? If you got two customers, you got to treat them customers as you had like 200 customers. You know what I'm saying? I feel like a lot of people like they be consistent, but it's about how you be consistent too, you know what I'm saying? And persistent. You got to be consistently positive, you know what I'm saying? You got to keep those right attitudes like you were saying earlier. Well, definitely. Right. So could you like give like a brief rundown of the, on the steps that a potential buyer would take to buy their home, like when they're dealing with an agent and everything? Right. Um, so I want to talk about the listeners too. I actually have a blog that I'm starting. Um, but I'll tell you about that. But um, the buyers, the first thing is to obtain a pre-approval. Um, credit Karma. Everybody thinks Credit Karma has the right score. <laughs> FICO. <laughs> you know, it's free. Yes. If you are really interested in purchasing, like doing a big purchase, myfico.com. And this is how you can tell if they're motivated. Because if you're not going to pay for that, you're not motivated to buy a home. If you're not going to pay for that MyFICO, that gives you the legitimate score, your um, FICO 9 score, that's for auto loan. Let me see. The FICO, if you're not going to pay for MyFICO, then you're not really interested in purchasing a home because those are the steps you have to take. And even after you do that, another step, um, is finding a preferred lender or finding a lender that will help you. So the score is five, four, and two for mortgages. But if you're going, to, if you're interested and serious about purchasing a home, I would give the advice of finding a mortgage lender and getting a pre-approval. If you already have a real estate agent, and more than likely they have a preferred lender, so they will show you the steps. And that what that preferred lender will do is tell you, okay, yes, you're pre-approved. Or if you're not pre-approved, what needs to be done for you to be pre-approved. And after that, once you are pre-approved, 
then it's of course finding that home. But of course we want to ensure that we are able to live happily in our home. So let's not get the like the tippity top if we can't afford the tippity top to be able to enjoy our life the way we were enjoying it prior to buying a home. Right. Yeah, you can make it look tippity top in the inside, but just don't spend that tippity top money, right? <laughs> right. Right. Like who are like I feel like times are over for people impressing people now. I think people are have gotten to the point, and I think COVID has done that. COVID has done, made people aware of themselves. Like, okay, at the end of the day, the job, these people, I'm all in this alone. So I think people are now to the point where they're being more authentic, and I can appreciate that. Most definitely. So how do you feel about what? What would you tell potential buyers about the debt to income ratio? How would you? advise them on that aspect of things the debt to income ratio student loans is a killer period so if you're not paying on your student loans pay on them even if it's a hundred dollars two hundred dollars um i spoke with a mortgage lender and the things that he gave me as far as like the debt to the student loans, because around that age, that's what more people are worried about. Um, for the student loans, I would say if you're not paying it, what he has to do is factor that into your payment. So it's going to be a 1% factor into your payment. So it's better to make, it's better to make the payment and not have that factor in your debt to income ratio. So that's the biggest thing. And mostly mortgage lenders are accepting credit scores 620 and above. That's the bare minimum. And that's not bad. That's easily obtainable. That's easily obtainable. Do not pay your ensure that you're making you're not making any payments later than 30 days. That goes on your credit. Um ensure that you're not making like someone at least was talking about something called afterpay. Don't do that. If you have to pay for your clothes after you don't need it. I feel mm -hmm. like one thing I feel like I would not, you should not be paying after pay? anything for clothes. Yeah. Uh, after pay. We were, <laughs> yeah. It was something like afterpay. I don't know the intricacies about it, but I know like you pay after of course, because that's like the, in the name, but like you, like you sign up for it and then you pay for it after. I don't believe in that. I do not believe in paying interest on your clothing. Especially if you're... Now, if you're going to Fashion Nova and you're doing afterpay, those clothes are cheap. They'll be... That afterpay will be... You'll be paying interest on clothes that's about to go in the trash. Mm. <laughs> Dang, you got to... You got interest on... Well, they say it, it costs to be the boss. So Fashion Nova clothes good. don't last long? That's what you said? <laughs> They don't. Damn. I'm all about quality. I will buy, honestly, I will buy a $100 shirt than buying a $100 outfit, but I know that shirt's going to be good next year. Then and there's nothing, there is nothing wrong with Fashion Nova. I, I buy stuff from Fashion Nova. Let me put that disclaimer out there. But I do not pay after pay for it, okay? Do not do interest on clothing. Let's not do that. 
Things that we do not need, we should not be paying interest on it. I got you. You, you, you making valid points. I like how you broke down that debt to income ratio because the student loan thing. So basically, you said it would be 1%. So pretty much if they had like a $40,000 student loan, they would calculate that as a 400 a month payment if they weren't making payments. Correct. And that 400 would be a part of that debt, monthly debt, right? Right. But how about if you just pay, when you could have just been paying $100 on that student loan? So that's three hundred dollars more. So what if you're paying sixty a month? As long as long as it is long as it ain't deferred and it's good, it's in good standing. What if you're paying a yeah, dollar yeah. a month? It, it's fine, but then you have to think about it too. Honestly, what, it doesn't matter what you're gonna do after it. Right. I mean, after you get that home, you're just trying to build your credit up so you can score. You know what I'm saying? Once you That's get that it. <laughs> but we want to keep that credit score good now. Yeah, we do want to keep it good, but you know. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so pretty I, I much, agree. like six months before you decide you want to start looking to buy a home, start making that amount of payments, like voluntarily, even if you don't have to pay it, even if it's in forbearance. Make sure it's in writing. It's in writing. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you want to make sure that it's in writing. So, so what is he's going? What the mortgage link? the mortgage lender will do, it's going to have to be 1% fully amortized, which means after that last payment, it must be a zero balance. So that's what the payment is going to be. So you have to ensure that you are making some type of payment. I got you. Okay, that's good. That's good information right there. I'm sure there's people out there that were definitely... <laughs> <laughs> man, why you why you start laughing, man? You see, you laughing. You had, just, you had your serious hat on, man. I was like, <laughs> hey, I got, I got, I got. I had a little. I was hydrating over here, so just remember, I was hydrating, so stuff might start getting funny after a while. But that's some good information. I, I was always wondering that myself, so. I know there's millions of people, millions of other people out here that was wondering that. So, yeah, you definitely yeah. dropping gem, gems on this episode. Yeah, those student loans are something. Those student loans are something else. So um, you just got to make sure that they're done. Have you dealt with the appraisal process any? Um, the appraisal process is different for different people depending on the appraiser. Um, and it's 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 not the worst. I like to be positive in everything, and I like to take everything as a lesson. So I would say the biggest thing about the appraisal is just ensuring for me that I am honest and the buyers know exactly what's going on. I mean, that's my that that's my duty anyway as a real estate agent is to ensure that I am being honest to my buyers. So um, I think. That's the best thing. Ensure that you're being honest. And um, a lot of listers, you know, they love their homes. Of course, they bought it. They put time in it. So they feel like it's worth a lot more than it may be worth. Or sometimes it could be more, you know. But with that being said, I think it's best to take in consideration as a buyer 
of course not financially, but taking in consideration as a buyer emotionally to know that these listers have some type of attachment to that home. Now, financially, of course, money is money and some most estimates do not lie. So, of course, we can negotiate. Everything is negotiable in real estate, everything. But you want to ensure that you're taking that into consideration. And I feel like if buyers take that into consideration, they won't take it as personal. So my goal as a real estate agent is to ensure that these buyers come out of this experience saying, oh, okay, that wasn't bad. Because I want them to do it again and again and again and again. So you don't you say it's based on the appraiser. Do you think the appraisal has ever been based on race in your opinion? I mean in your experience? Um I don't thus far, honestly, and I can say thankfully, I have not dealt with that, but I have read cases where housing discrimination is a thing, especially um rental wise. Now, we as real estate agents have signed and tested on ensuring that no one is practicing housing discrimination because that's not our goal. And especially me being a black woman, that, that ain't fit to happen on my watch. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I think that's another thing too, having more black people in real estate, that helps because you see a lot more... Eh, heck of a lot more black people as realtors. And I, I, I love it. So I think that helps. Um, and getting into those different spaces, not limiting yourself helps as well. Allowing other people to know that me as a black woman, I can still do what any other counterpart can do. I may, and maybe 10 times better. <laughs> yeah, so now my reason for asking that was I saw an article about a couple that they were facing discrimination in home appraisal because of the wife's race. So pretty much it was an interracial couple. It was a black wife and a white husband. So they got appraised. The home was appraised at one price when the when both of them were in there, but she took it upon herself to to, to see what it would be appraised that if it was just the husband, which was of the white race, and it ended up being appraised 40% higher than what it was when it was both of them in there. So that's where I was going with that. How do you feel yeah, about shit that. like that? I saw that. I guess my question would be, was that the same appraiser? Because, I mean... If you know, if it's not, then it could, you know, and my thing is there, there is definitely a lot of housing discrimination. I honestly, um, I read a, um, I just read a post about Bloomberg and how black owners paid 13,000 more on their mortgages. Um, and they paid $13,000 more on their mortgages because black people have the stigma of not being reliable. Hmm. And why is that? Because of their credit. Because that's the only thing these mortgage lenders can go off of. Or so you want to ensure that when you're, that's why I say you always want to make sure that your credit is good. 
Um, you always want to make sure that you do your research. I know a lot of us, me, like prior to, um, I'm getting my master's in information system management. So prior to that, I didn't do much research. But now going into that management field, I have to do more research. And now I'm understanding as to why, because doing more research avoids, helps you avoid a lot of downfalls, a lot of pitfalls as far as um, anything. So you do your research and you look at the mortgage lender. You do your research and you see who's for you and things like that. But we're paying $13,000 more. That's ridiculous as, as black homeowners. Right. I tried to look at Listen. it while you was talking and stuff. What you got, Guala? No, I was just agreeing. I was just like, definitely, that's that's ridiculous. It's an interesting fact, though. Yeah, yeah. I tried to look up whether it was the same appraiser while you was talking and everything, but it can't be the same appraiser because they remember. Yeah, it wouldn't make remember, sense because he yeah, remember he the house. Yeah. yeah, remember the house, remember the husband. So yeah. they definitely right. a different appraiser. Yeah. So that would be my thing. So it's just like now I, I can definitely agree that our color plays a part. Most definitely. My color plays a part in the the market. Just me being in the real estate market in its totality. So I know it plays a part with appraisals and buyers and tenants and things like that. But I mean one thing that ain't gonna do is stop me. Yeah, no, nah, keep pushing. Keep that shit pushing. Okay. Keep that shit going. Keep it going. Keep it going. For sure. Another thing we get discriminated on is the marijuana convictions and things like that. We make up 13% of the population, but we make up the majority of the marijuana convictions in the United States. But with that being said, there are some states with upcoming marijuana legislation for the legalization that's coming up on the ballots. That'll be New Jersey, Arizona, South Dakota, and Montana. I believe Pennsylvania is also working on it recreationally. I'd like to hear everyone's thoughts on on that, on those matters. I feel like taxation is real. Let's let's tax it and let's get these black people out of jail who are in jail for marijuana. Yeah, sponge, so, sponge the records too. Right. So let's do that. I I don't feel like that's a bad thing, and I I don't I don't let let let's let's help that because us with marijuana, like you know, opioids is now an issue. So we got to go to mental health. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But marijuana is an issue. They go to jail. So let's let's all legalize that, and in those states, let's take those people out of jail who have those charges, and let's give them some money, or let's give them some type of halfway home to help them find a job and things like that. Exactly, because there's like 33 states that have legalized it on the medical level at a minimum. So why not just all the yeah, states? Yeah, jail for for controlled substance. South Carolina and Texas will be the last people. I don't know now. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I know South Carolina might be the last. I don't know, though. Succeed, succeed from the union, goddamn. I, <laughs> I think Texas might be, might be hitting on the last one now. No, nah, I don't, I don't think so. Austin is kind of liberal over here, damn. So, goddamn. Oh, okay. Shit. 
Austin, Austin is different. Austin, that's it. Austin is a little different. So. I don't know because South Carolina, if they can get, find a way to benefit them out of any situation, they'll be all for it. This is so, true. you know what I'm saying? South Carolina is rich in agriculture. Like, a lot of people be like, just for example, people be like, uh, Georgia is the peach state, but South Carolina actually produces more peaches than Georgia. You know what I'm saying? So, like, South Carolina is rich in agriculture. So, if it's a way for them to farm it, and like get in on them on the millions, they'll legalize that shit. Shit, I think California produced more peaches than Georgia. Yeah, I think yeah. uh, California <laughs> is second to South Carolina with the peach production. That's just crazy. Oh my god, I love California though. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's nice out there. There's so many. It's not flat at all. That shit different. I'm not used to seeing shit like that. You ride a bike out there, you gonna be tired, boy. <laughs> But some, some of them damn hills and shit I seen and ledges and cliffs. Hell no. Yeah. That's what got everything. They got the mountains, they got the beach, they have like the parts. It's just like it's just they have Koreatown, they have Englewood, they have Rodeo Drive. It's just all a melting pot. Yeah. It sounds like you cold. you got a little um <laughs> you got a little case of that. California love. <laughs> you been to San Francisco though? You no, I haven't been to San Francisco. Yeah, you did go out there. Those, those hills, the hills I'm talking about, the motherfuckers out there. That shit is crazy. I might have to, I, <laughs> I tried that New Year. I ain't been in the Bay. Well, I ain't gonna I say I've been. I've been together now. I, think, I ain't never been to San Francisco. Though. Yeah, it's it's different out there for real, for real. Like rent is like five thousand dollars. Like that's the normal price for rent out there. <laughs> like go yeah. Zillow and you'll see rent five thousand dollars for some regular shit. Like this is crazy. So it probably definitely be beneficial to buy in the opposition of renting. Oh think. yeah, in California, yeah. I'm trying to get in Silicon Valley in California. I love technology. I would love oh, to be yeah. up in somebody's boardroom room over there. Yeah, that's not too far from Silicon Valley. Yeah, you can move. You can go to like San Jose or something like that. Yeah, yeah. That's yes. That's where the tech thing is at. San Jose up in there, Cupertino, where Apple is. But at. you know, Texas, Texas is coming up with a lot of technology too. That's oh, a yeah, good place. Oh yeah, Austin. They're building a yeah. Tesla uh, manufacturing. They're Tesla. gonna uh, be building Teslas out here. They already what's built. The, what's the other company we mentioned? The other company, other than Tesla, it was another company. Well, no, I think we said Apple. It could be Apple. Well, they got. I think they got Apple out here. Google. I definitely saw Google out there. Yeah, Yeah. in Dallas too. I've been when I went to Dallas. Oh, it was so nice. I like Dallas too. Dallas is eclectic as well. It's like different. I like Mm -hmm. it. Yeah, I just love Texas in general, man. I've been a little little time. They got too many bugs, man. You said they got what? Too many, Too many bugs. And you from South Carolina, you talking about bugs. No, no, for real. Like them bugs are crickets out the crickets galore. Can we please stop with Speaking the of bugs? Like. <laughs> 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 oh my God. Uh, yeah. I don't know about all the cricket shit you talking about. I don't be seeing no crickets like that. I'm seeing grasshoppers though. I'd be, I'd be seeing oh, on your they, a lot of them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, KT, I'd be seeing on your social media sometime all them damn birds. I'd be seeing that now. <laughs> I'd be uh, yeah. seeing the birds. 
I, I ain't been over there. I don't be at that intersection at that time of day no more, but I'm sure it's pretty much pretty still there. But yeah, it'd be a lot of black birds. Some people say they're bats, but those fucking birds, I know the difference between a bird and a bat. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's in the daytime, they know bats nocturnal. Exactly. Yeah, it'd be like from day, it'd be like at dawn, sunset though, but they, they're, they're birds. Oh. Uh, they got bats out here too, though. So yeah. For sure. But yeah, they need to go ahead and legalize it in New Jersey. If they do that in New Jersey, it's going to pave the way for all the other states, the neighboring states, New York, Connecticut, Massachusetts. Well, Massachusetts is already legal recreationally, but now, you know what I mean? I feel feel like these states right here is like the test. If if they pass, and then Arizona, Arizona, New Mexico. What's, What's between? You know what's between? Yeah, it's down Arizona, then New Mexico, then Texas. If you head in east, so that's what's going on. I know. Um, I met this assistant warden, um, and he was telling me this summer that there is three blocks that black men come from in his. I don't know what prison he works at, and it's in New York. Three blocks. They come from three particular blocks. And they're all in that prison. He said out of five out of three men, he will always find at least two men from those blocks. Because the police are const- consistently patrolling there. And he was like, it's like some type of marijuana, some something. And um, so I think that, and I, I, but I honestly think police should stop policing, if you get what I'm saying. They shouldn't just go out to look for stuff. If anything, they should wait till something comes to them. But that's another topic. But I just, um, with that being said, if I feel like if marijuana was legalized in those areas, it wouldn't be nearly as bad, and those black men wouldn't be in jail. I agree totally. I was saying I think with these uh, states that that's uh, having them on the ballot, it's like a test. If it uh, passed in the majority of these states. Then look for, because uh, you know, like uh, the House and the Senate postponed the January to like talk about federalizing it. So if, if it passed on the ballots, you know what I'm saying? I think just look for like January for it to be like federal legal. Really? January what? <laughs> hmm? No, I'm saying whenever they meet, like after the after the election. If if this if this pass, like. In the majority of these states that they like putting them in now, that's on the ballots. I feel like it's the test. So if it passes, then um, hey, that should have been decent for sure. Yeah, but then you gotta look at it too, though. It's like it's gonna be a lot of GFO shit. It's gonna be a lot of GFO. But it's gonna be a lot of appeals. I can tell you that. A lot of appeals to the. Mm -hmm. To the passing of the federally legal marijuana? Yes, a lot of people going to appeal to get up, try to get up out of jail, and I agree. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were saying people well, going that, to appeal the legalization, yeah. though. But, yeah, you... Oh, no. That's what the Moore's Act is supposed to be, like, doing, too, though. Like, helping them get out of jail, getting their records expunged and everything. Yeah, that's, that's what that's supposed to be Yeah, that shit is... Uh, People using that shit for medicinal purposes, so most of us shouldn't be getting locked up for that. That's, that's right. Crazy. Man, look, man, America is a business, man, and they in a la- uh, uh, ass of debt. We be talking about it. They looking for new screens of income right now. That shit gonna happen. Yeah, they about to be in the business. I, I, I can agree on that. I wanna. 
Mm-hmm. That shit is about to happen. A lot of people think the you know what I'm saying when the prohibition was going on with alcohol, the reason why they did it was because oh people are just gonna do it anyway. Nah, America found a way to make money out of that shit. So it was like we might as well. And it's the same thing with marijuana. It's been going on for years, for years. You know what I'm saying? It's like they made a lot of money off of marijuana being illegal through the prison systems, but now prison systems are starting to be like overcrowded. And it's starting to cost them more money than it is to, you know what I'm saying? So now they're trying to free up some cap space in the prisons and at the same time still capitalize on making money off marijuana. So they're going to federally legalize it and free up prison space. That's the part that we ain't really too hip on. We ain't looking at We talk about the more is that like people coming home, but yeah, that just freeing up more prison space for other people to go in there for doing other shit. This is true. Yeah, but then more and more states are catching on to that shit. Even Illinois. And you know, you know, there's plenty of smokers out there in Chicago. But then another thing happened in Chicago. There was a man that was hanging from the Trump Tower, threatening to take his own life if he didn't get to speak with the president. So I watched that. He went live on on Facebook and all of that, trying to pretty much he was getting attention and all that. But yes, they had negotiators and everything come out there, and I guess. They got to a resolution on everything, but I'm pretty sure he didn't get to talk with the president. And <laughs> down, so. What was his purpose? What was he trying to say? I saw that, that. I looked at the article, but what what did he want? It didn't say. He was trying to tell Trump he shouldn't go against Big Pharma. Demands the stupid president. I was like, what the hell? He is wild and out here. But that's that's one way to get attention out here. You got down banging from the side of a Trump Tower to demand sweep with the president. That's one that's one way to get attention. But yeah. I'm pretty yeah, sure he didn't get exactly that. what he wanted on that. Cause I'm I'm pretty sure the president don't care about no shit like that. He's not going Trump got corona. He he I, I ain't never seen nobody with corona who just living like he is. He doing good, okay? He's a billionaire, so uh, you know he's getting the best. It's a pol- it's a political thing. It's yeah. very political. And then ask him questions like, "Okay, so did you test it positive? Like, did you test positive before the debate?" I don't, I don't even know. There's so many doctors. Well, how many doctors you got, Trump? Because I know that these doctors need to be vetted in. Ain't no way they have this these many doctors to be to have top secret security clearance to be around you all the time. Come on now. No, my doctors are so good. <laughs> <laughs> that even even when I catch a cold, they tell me so gracefully. So I know they would be able to tell me if I had COVID. And I think I passed just before the election. I may have got it from Biden. <laughs> yeah, that's all that's what that's he'll, say. Like he'll say. Yeah. <laughs> he kept he kept cutting me off and just spreading the, the germs. That must be how I contracted the COVID. <laughs> you would accuse him of cutting them off when he was the one cutting him off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um yeah, don't don't go hanging off the side of a Trump tower thinking you're gonna get what you want, because you're not gonna get shit. They're just gonna negotiate you enough to not take your own life because right. we don't need people out here taking their own life. Not with Trump at that. 
Not for nothing. <laughs> well, this is true. <laughs> Not for nothing at all. But what's that question of the day? Question of the day. I had a couple of responses today. People was uh really, really saying they two cents today. Uh, yeah, they was, was responding on Instagram as well. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So the question of today is, are you a planner or more of a go with whatever happens when it comes to traveling? I read a couple of our responses. Uh, Miss Kira O'Neill says she's a planner for the larger things as far as like lodging, the duration of the stay and et cetera, and go with whatever happens for smaller things like the activities, foods, and et cetera. Um, Darnay Cameron says she is a planner so she can know what she's working with. Listener Christina Anderson said, nah, I love winging it. That's how you get the best adventures. She said, I might just book a flight. She said, I book flights sometimes with just one way for just one way. And uh, listener Monica Moten said she is a planner. She Googles spots to visit. Uh, she sees a she likes to see if a city pass is available for the cities that she's visiting. Um, she searched concerts, any kind of live events happening at that time. And she's uh, searched for like the must, the, excuse me, the, the must eat spots, like places that you want to eat there when you're in that city. You have some? That's all I, I'm reading. Oh, I saw, uh, I saw one on IG. Um, let me see what it said. This one is from, we definitely had one from Kay Antoinette, the blogger. It was a detailed response. So she a blogger, man. Oh no, 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 <laughs> never mind. She responded to the last question of the day about the what would you teach at school? What do you wish they teach at school that they don't? So disregard. disregard I think I did that. see somebody uh on the IG page though. Yeah, somebody did. did. Somebody did respond to that. They said they'd be their planner. They had a short response. That was Raven V period underscore on Instagram. She has her own boutique as well. Ray's Closet. Shout out to Ray's Closet. But she says she's a planner. She left it at that. And everything. Let me see. Did anybody else respond to it? Uh, Golden underscore Brown underscore he he responded as well he said he'd go with whatever happens so he pretty much going with the flow on that thing His so we like know what the guest likes to do upon traveling do you plan or do you just go with whatever happens um so i don't mind like i would definitely book a trip day a day before like my houston trip was definitely a day prior um but I'm a planner when I, I know what I'm going to do when I get there. I'm a planner in totality, which is why I'm having a planner. So I'm going to put that in there. Um, I am making my own planner, but um, I'm a planner. Yes, most definitely. I need to know what I'm doing when I get there. I need to know what's going on. I need to have my rest times. If I'm going to vacation, I need to go to sleep. I don't sleep much here. I don't sleep much at home, but I definitely need to plan. I want to go out. I want to do some outdoorsy things. 
I want to eat good. I want to go out. I want to go to the bar. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm a single woman. I like to enjoy myself. That's just what it is. <laughs> so you you have you have your vision boards ready for when you go on vacation? My vision board? It's not like a vision board. It's just like a, okay, like for Houston. Now, I joined someone's trip for Houston, so they knew they wanted to go to Turkey Leg Hut. Oh, yes. Um, yes. For what, time, me, what time of the day did y'all go there? That's why. That's the question. Right oh, now. my gosh. We waited three hours. Oh, yeah. Damn. You went in the middle of the day. You we waited three hours, but the food was good. The vibes was good. Yeah. Um, what time did we go? We went about six. No, no, yeah. it couldn't have been six. Could have we went about five PM, but we waited three hours, I'm not gonna lie. Oh, I know you did, cause you definitely was gonna wait that long. You gotta get there when they open if you don't wanna yeah. wait. Shit, you still gonna wait. Yeah, you ain't gonna wait no three hours, but you still wait one was hour. Good, y'all. The vibe was good though. I know. I've been there a couple of times. I already know what's up. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah. Trying, trying to get back out there. Yeah, yeah. You gotta goddamn. You gotta you gotta have status out there to cut them damn lines. <laughs> I promise you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know how you try to talk the security guard? And I'm like, yeah, you could have helped us in. He was like, I don't know you. I was like, damn, you know what? I can't even feel bad. I'm gonna just go on, go on. You don't Sell. know me, but sometimes <laughs> you. You said my hour was about three was, wait, three 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 hours. Yeah, <laughs> don't get to go hours. back in. <laughs> Come back in about three hours. But I feel like honestly, they could have a different like they could have a different system. Like come back in three hours. You know what I'm saying? Like, but the good thing is they do have a place where you can sit down. Yeah, I mean, if you just want the food though, they got like a turk. Uh, Truck. Truck. Oh yeah, so we did see the truck, but yeah. we wanted to be there with the DJ and stuff like that. In the hookah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, they got the food truck across the street, and they have other locations across the city. Mm-hmm. There, people just want the food. Yeah, yeah. All black on. That's not. That's not. lead. Don't lead that part out. It's black on. Most definitely. Not only is it just black on, it's a guy who came, who was in, who was in jail, who came out and made a way. So I think that's the most ambitious thing. I like that. I love that. And he has a picture of his family and things like that all around. So that's good, too. Yeah, it's good we talking about Houston because we got a couple of listeners in Houston. That's like one of our biggest markets in Texas. So shout out to Houston, Texas, because they be What's listening. They be listening for sure. Listen, show me a good time. Hit me up. You know, I just changed my Instagram. Show me a good time. <laughs> oh, you changed it up again? <laughs> Sharice legit. legit. Sharice <laughs> is legit. Okay. Uh, okay. Hit me up. We can definitely. Um, I'll come anytime. She, she ready to move out there. She ready to get licensed in Texas. Goddamn. <laughs> Texas yeah. is the market, man. Damn, it is. Market. Damn, did I answer the question? What the question there? Nah, me and you both didn't answer. We was just talking about our guests. Oh shit. Uh. She a planner. Yeah. She said she got to plan it out. I do both. I I definitely plan that fi- flight ahead of time, hotel, but activities and shit. This shit be going with the flow. I know like certain places I want to like do this: ride jet skis, ride ATVs, or ride snowmobiles. Snowmobiles. I mean, so yeah, that that's definitely gonna be something planned. But all the other shit would be random shit. You know what I'm saying? So I'm yeah. I'm I'm on both sides with that. 
I'm kind of the same way. Like, as far as like uh, a location I want to go to, I'm gonna try to do some planning and like look up stuff that's that I want to do in that area. You know what I'm saying? Just like depending on the duration of the trip. You know what I'm saying? I gotta have like one or two things planned that I really want to do, but everything mm-hmm. else is just like in between. You know what I'm saying? I'm spontaneous, so I like to be spontaneous, especially in a new place. You know what I'm saying? It's new environment new culture, you know what I'm saying? So I want to be kind of spontaneous and go with the flow. Right. Yeah, definitely. At least have like those, at least a couple major events, like at least one event per day you got planned, but the rest of the day is is whatever. That's right. It is, yeah. Yeah. I don't got no whole like itinerary, you know, people be having a whole, at six o'clock, we're supposed to make it, you know, I don't know if you like that. I'm not like that either. I'm not like that either now. But you know, my days are like that. My days are like that. Like seven o'clock, Ian, my son needs breakfast every morning, y'all. He is sport yo. He's a growing boy. Listen, he's a growing young man. He needs breakfast every morning, so I have it from the time I wake up to the time I go to sleep. When I should do my work, and when I should do whatever. <laughs> oh yeah, most definitely. Mm-hmm. You guys invest in a planner. That's the best thing in life. It so keeps you, you on track. You write it down, or you do digital digital. Planner? I write it down. I did the calendar on my phone, but I feel like. I mean, it comes up, it populates, but it doesn't keep you, like, I feel like when you write it down, you remember it more. And you keep it with you, like, you definitely got to do it. So uh, there's a planner coming soon, there's a blog coming soon, so I just want everybody to listen up. And, like, for listeners, for everyone, I'm going to have make sure I have something for everyone, for buyers, for sellers, for planners, people who don't plan, who need to learn how to plan. Most definitely. I'm, I'm rocking with that. Get your one-stop shop. A one-stop shop. Yeah, Most yeah. <laughs> you got the questions of the day out the way. I mean, question of the day now. Let's get to the song of the day. Uh, So, Mr. Reese, do you have a song of the day? Do you have uh, any song that's been in your head today that you wanted to share? Oh, um, I don't know if it's appropriate, but I like. Um, it's, appropriate. <laughs> it's appropriate. It's <laughs> appropriate. Um, but it's it's like a girly song though. But it's like Jasmine Sullivan, brand new. Brand new by Jasmine Sullivan. That's don't be song. mad at me, guys. It's talking about y'all though. It's talking about us. I mean, oh, but you know what? What song I can say that I listen to every day is Vito. All right, you got to pick one now. Okay, let's pick Vito. Let's pick Vito. You got it. That's my we, song. We, we played that one time before. We oh, okay. Well, okay. Let's do Jessica. I mean, we can do it again. I was just saying that. We we heard the song. It's a good song. Yeah, I love that song. We can play it again. Yeah. Or you could do brand new. Either one. It doesn't matter. Yeah, make, make, make up mine. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> which, one, which one you want? Uh, since y'all already play, play Vito, you got it. Everybody needs to get that in their hair, but we can do Brand New by Jasmine Sullivan. Brand New, Brand new by Jasmine Sullivan. It's talking about y'all, so, like, it's talking about guys, so 
Like, it? Ain't talking about me because you know. Well, no, it's not talking about you. Talk about guys in general. So I'm, I'm different. I'm yeah, I'm different. Pull up <laughs> to the scene now. <laughs> All right. So without further ado, here's Jasmine Sullivan with brand new. Jasmine Sullivan, though she 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 one of my favorite female artists. Yeah, She's I like good. that. Uh, I like her vibes. That's <laughs> <laughs> my shit. That lions and tigers and bears, whatever that shit called. Oh yeah, that was good. That's yeah. like back in Francis Marion days. Yeah, shit. I think it was before then. Shit. <laughs> really? I don't know. I think it was, but yeah. Song that's what's the song she got it's kind of like reggae almost too like the beat breakdown yeah i can't think of the name of it it's on the tip of my tongue but oh no i can't remember that one yeah i don't know at all <sighs> i'm gonna have to find it and probably play it as my song of the day one day one day all right so i'm gonna get into my song of the day. let me look at my history my damn history i might take it back too shit yeah that's what i'm gonna do I'm going to take it back. So, let me see what I got for y'all today on this thing. Y'all ready? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, man. Let's hear the vibes. We already vibing a little bit. We already vibing. So, what I'm going to play is some... No, I can't play that. Never mind. It's appropriate. No, no. <laughs> it's appropriate. Right. That's what you don't mean. Okay. It's appropriate. I can't do it. Let me, let me go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This shit shouldn't be so hard. I also want to say, like, y'all, there's like a free business card app called Switch It. Some, Switch everyone it. should invest in that. A free business card thing, and it's called Switch It. Did and you? the great thing about, about it is you send it to them like via text saves in your phone, so you have that person's number after you send it. That's dope. Right. Switch It. Mm-hmm. All new business owners need business cards? Look up the Switch It app. Sound like I'm marketing for them. Um, I need a percentage Switch It. No, I'm just playing. But y'all, make sure y'all check out Switch It. <laughs> All right, I know what I want to play now. So I'm going to play Usher, Love in this Club, part two. Sounds like it. 
this it right here. Queen B, yeah. I'm the king. Y'all know that. She the queen. Right there, boy. Hey, I'll go play something different, but damn, I, I saw I thought of this, and this is even better. So, yeah, that's Love in this Club Part Two by Usher, Future Beyonce, and Lil Wayne. Yeah, for sure. So, my song of the day is crazy because it's very, very seldom that I like actually look up songs after I hear them on like a video game soundtrack. But this is one song that's been like sticking in my head. It's on the Madden 21 soundtrack. Uh, it's by artist Smino, uh, Monty Booker, and the drums. And it's called Backstage Pass. I love this little song. I don't know why, but I'm just rocking with the vibes. Smino, Monty Book, and the drums. It's called Backstage Pass. I'll be rocking with the vibes on that, man. They got a lot of different instruments in there. So I, I like that little song. It's called Backstage Pass. Yes, sir. You know I heard that before because I be playing that shit. Yeah, we ain't <laughs> gonna talk about what happened on Madden that day. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know. <laughs> Trash. <laughs> I ain't gonna put it out there like that, but nah, he, you know, we be we be back and forth, but he got the best of me today. <laughs> I feel like Madden be cheating, you know, they be helping him win. 
Uh, it was a good game, though. What you want by a field goal? That shit was a good-ass game, though. Know? Well, I was winning by a field goal, but then some more shit happened. So, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, what we got next? This or that? This or that. This or that. I had one too. I hope I saved that shit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. I remember. Krispy Kreme or Dunkin' Donuts. Okay, we from the South. Definitely Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme. <laughs> oh yeah. You gotta, but. gotta hit the uh the Bruce Bruce on those shits. Them motherfuckers so good. You don't you don't even taste them. You inhale them motherfuckers. <laughs> right. <laughs> you, you, you inhale them motherfuckers. And I don't even need like nothing special on it. Just give me the glazed donut and I'm fine. With, with the hot light on and we mm-hmm. we do shit. <laughs> that's all I need. Uh, they got some. They got some other shit too, but that's that's the one I saw, Krispy Kreme and uh, versus Dunkin' Donut. But they got some other donut places that's pretty good too, especially out here in Texas. There's a place called Shipley Donuts, and you try that out. They only good when they like hot though. So if that shit ain't fresh when you get it, you gotta put that bitch in the microwave about ten seconds, and you gonna love that shit. Get that original glaze. Tell you, and there's another place called Round Rock Donuts. That shit. It's delicioso, man. Somebody be eating a lot of donuts lately. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Motherfuckers, motherfuckers bring them to me and I'm fuck them up. <laughs> you inhaling them motherfuckers, huh? Hey, I, I eat about four of them. No gain a pound. <laughs> For real. But, yeah, that's one, I, that's one of the ones I had today. That's, one, that's the first one that came to mind. Uh, I had this one because, you know, uh, it ain't quite there yet, but we could feel like the change in the seasons. So, uh, summer or winter? Summer. Summer for me. Mm. Yes, too. definitely I- summer for me too. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. This would be hot as a motherfucker. <laughs> but yeah. So I you, guess, you I'm I go say- for here. I, I go. I choose winter here over summer because it don't be that cold. But it be hot as hell in the summer, like a hundred degrees every day. And we got AC though, so yeah, I go with summer. Summer, summer. Last time I was in Texas and it was cold. It was really cold. Like Texas, you have like five seasons in one day. Yeah, it depends mm. on because you know you can be driving for eight hours and still be in the same state. Yeah, this mm. one. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> you, you ever you ever been to Missouri? No. You would get a bunch of damn climate changes in one day for real, for real, like that motherfucker. Yeah. yeah, I can't. That's another yeah, thing yeah. about Texas. I like Texas, but their weather and those bugs. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. I was in Texas one time and it was like sunny. Then it got real fucking cold. Then it started raining. Then the sun came back out and then we had freezing rain. Yeah, I agree. But that's the same like Missouri though. Missouri shit even crazier though. It was like snowing one day. Well, it was sunny. It started snowing. It cleared up. It started raining, and then a tornado came. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> I was like, I can't deal with that shit. There. That's it. Wow. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I have a. I guess I have a this or that, right? Mm-hmm. 
mean, um, coffee or tea? Damn. Hot um, coffee and cold tea. That's what I'm going to say. Because you know, I got hot and cold versions of each mm-hmm. one. So I'll say for the hot shit, I'm going with coffee. But for the cold shit, I'm going yeah. with tea. I don't know, cause I thought I thought I was a coffee drinker, but when I got into like the different type of teas and different herbal teas, I kind of like tea. You know what I'm saying? You can always drop a little bit of honey in your tea. You ever had that chai tea? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Matter of fact, it's it's a tea that um I think it's a a part of the Indian culture. It's a warm tea. I think it I think it is the chai tea. No, it's called makana tea. It's McConaughey. Kind of it's almost like a coffee, a warm coffee, because you get like creamer with it and all too. But that shit is good for real. They put like ginger in it and curry. That shit is good for real. I'm gonna say tea. Um, for me, I prefer black coffee all day, every day. Like I would drink black coffee whether it's hot, cold, it doesn't matter. I would drink it all day. No sugar, none. No nothing. No sugar. No cream or no nothing. Uh, you gangster. You gangster out here. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got to put a little I sugar can. in that thing. I can do it with yeah. a I got to have a little sugar in that. A little bit of sugar and I can't drink it cold. I don't like cold coffee. Ugh. I don't care. You I love know. black coffee. Gangster for real out here, man. <laughs> you know, I was a Waffle House manager, so that kept me up. You uh, you uh, drink black tea too then? I can do the black tea every now and then. Yeah, I can do black tea. Yeah, every now and again, but uh, black coffee, nice. Oh yeah, mm. I love me black coffee. It I got, got, I need that. Yeah, it gotta be because I don't have no sugar. For sure. Yeah, I don't need sugar. The blacker the better, you know. Like, I need it to be like a blonde roast because it's more caffeine. So the lighter the roast, the more caffeine it is. So yeah, I love black coffee. Damn. Since we since we're talking about stuff that's black, so let me say <laughs> chocolate or vanilla. 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 I'm going with chocolate. I'm gonna have to agree with Sharice. I like vanilla more than I like chocolate. Yeah. Well, I I'll say with ice cream. Because oh, yeah. I don't like I don't like vanilla like chocolate candies. I don't like. Yeah, like if you talking about ice candy. cream, I'll say vanilla. But if you talking about some other shit, I'm going with chocolate because I like them forty five percent chocolate bars and shit. Forty five percent cocoa and shit like that. That's my shit. I the love white chocolate. chocolate. I like the real chocolate. I like you I like dark chocolate, the bitter. They got the little bitter aftertaste. You like that kind I'm of trying to work my way up to that, but because it's healthier. But that's like that's like that seventy percent chocolate. I'm more down to like the forty five percent. Yeah. So I mean, it, 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 it's favorite. an acquired taste. Is I like dark chocolate, but one thing I won't eat with dark chocolate. I will not eat no York patties or any kind of dark mint. chocolate mint. Oh, no, that shit no, is nasty. No. That shit is not meant to go together. I don't care what you say. No, that I ain't meant to go together. I can't do it. I can't do that. <laughs> I, could, I could do that. I love a mint chocolate ice cream, but mm-hmm. I just don't like dark chocolate. Like, you know, like my friend would say, you need to suck on the chocolate while you're drinking wine. I'm not going to eat it by itself. I ain't messing with no mint chocolate. Hell no. <laughs> that shit is terrible to me, but somebody like it. But not me. Yeah. Somebody. It's a market for it. Yeah. <laughs> Most definitely. 
So, uh, Mr. Sharice, we appreciate you coming out here. Thank you, guys. Yes, I enjoyed myself. I was nervous. I'm not even going to lie, but you guys made me really comfortable, so I appreciate that. So you ain't nervous no more, Nah. (laughs) Yeah, everybody's saying, like, they nervous to get on here. Like, some people don't even get on there. They back out and shit like that because they talking about they nervous. But we we ensure that you're not going to be nervous while you're on here because we're going to make you laugh and shit like that and all that. But yeah, go ahead and give out your social media again. I'll promote all your. It changed. <laughs> it changed. Let's it changed mid episodes. So yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Um, so I changed my Instagram, guys. So Sharice is legit. My Facebook is definitely Sharice Legit. My business Facebook is Real Estate with Reese. Um, I have intentions on doing a planner because that is so near and dear to my heart because I do it every day. Um, and I also have a blog as far as real estate for listers, for like common advice for buyers, listers, things to help with your home, things to help with your credit, things like that. And hopefully I can get some sponsors soon who would like to be um, like mobile um like pressure washing, um, let's see, cleaning services, things like that, who want to be featured on the blog, maybe we can work together and get that going so we can get your name out as well, those smaller businesses. For sure, for sure. Tap in, tap in. Tap in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. All right, so... If y'all have any comments, y'all want to reach out to us and let us know something, you have any topic suggestions and shit like that, reach out to us at 1409podcast at gmail.com. Or you can hit us on Instagram, 1409podcast. Make sure you give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We're also available on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, iHeartRadio, and many other podcast streaming platforms. You can follow my personal page at 843Ambassador on Instagram. Once again, it's 843Ambassador. You can follow me, your boy, Gualamese World on IG at Gualamese World. Yes, sir. All right. It's the 1409 Podcast, and we out. Peace.